Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. We have Jari Bolander on the show today. Jari has a really interesting background. We're going to cover a, a couple of different things today. He is the owner of JSY PR and Marketing. He is also the author of the Entrepreneur Ethos, as well as the host of the Entrepreneur Ethos podcast. And I think, Jari, there are like four or five other things there that we're going to cover off during the conversation today. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've got so, so many jobs, sometimes I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so Jari's doing a lot of cool stuff, and we're going to cover all that stuff off today. But Jari, um, before we get into to some of those things, tell us a little bit about your background and, and, and how you got here. Yeah, well, you know, Bant, great to have, be on the show. Thanks so much uh, for having me on. And uh, what I always like to say is that uh, I'm an engineer by training, uh, but an entrepreneur by nature. And so I sort of started out as electrical engineering major in college in Silicon Valley, got out of college and immediately went to a startup because I'm like, I'm in Silicon Valley. I got to go to a startup. Why, why, you know, anyone that's seen Silicon Valley, there's startups everywhere, right? We just go hang out in someone's garage and build the next billion dollar company. I mean, it happens all the time, right? Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, so easy. It's, it's so, so easy. easy. Yeah, so easy. So, you know, six or seven of those startups later, uh, some successful, some complete disasters. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I found myself doing PR and marketing and storytelling of all things, which I never in a billion years, honestly thought I'd ever do. And I did that because I met a girl, uh, her name was Jane, and uh, she ran a publicist company, what I run now, JSY PR and Marketing for professional athletes. And uh, yeah, so she used to be a publicist for Yao Ming, Amani Sotomayor, Armari Sotomayor, Carmelo Anthony. She worked with Marshawn Lynch. I mean, all these like, I mean, you know, top players. And so I met her you know, we fell in love, um, got married, and then uh, she got leukemia. And um, during the time she was, she got leukemia, she clearly couldn't go out in the world. So she's like, well, buddy, uh, you need to run my company. (laughs) So I uh, stepped up and started to run JSY PR and marketing. And then uh, almost four years ago, um, she died. And um, ever since, I have been running this company uh, somewhat in her honor, but also because I was getting really good at telling stories. Right. Um, And I found that the most important thing that a company can do, tech, it doesn't matter the company. To me, the best story wins. And as I've been kind of learning this and kind of, you know, of course, grieving and like healing myself through this pretty traumatic experience that a lot of people, you know, unfortunately will have to go through at least once in their life. I realized that I need to tell, help people tell better stories. So that's why I started the podcast based on the book. The book 
the entrepreneur ethos was actually inspired by Jane. Um, she never got to read the full thing, but she, uh, she said, you know, there's all these, like, everyone in B is an entrepreneur is like just a tall white guy. <laughs> I think you need to start a, start championing, you know, that this is something for everyone. Cause she was of course, a you know, five foot two Asian entrepreneur in the sports <laughs> industry, which yeah. you can imagine the stories she had, which were just amazing. So, so yeah, so I uh, decided to continue on, put the engineering hat away and try to tell better stories, help, help clients and help companies. And yeah, well, it's kind of an interesting one, Jari, because I mean, obviously, firstly, it's, it's always tough to, to hear uh, when when someone loses loses a loved one, and uh, certainly um, one that's so so elaborate in your case, which is kind of a, a connection with your business and everything, I can only imagine um, the 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 pain that you've gone through, and and really kind of where where you're building this from, which is um, it's really quite special. Um, but I mean, when you're 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 thinking about storytelling today in the digital context, strangely enough, kind of your background from, a, from engineering all the way through to all the startups that you've been involved in to uh, now really working more directly on that messaging uh, all seems to kind of come together, I would say, with where storytelling is going today. So tell me a little bit about what you're working on today in that area. Yeah, so th that's 100% true. I mean, what's interesting is that you see all the data and stats on like digital ads and, you know, all of these platforms, social media and being, you know, influencers and just all of this, I don't know, it's a lot of noise, right? And you can also see a lot of stats that say, well, you know, all those clicks that you've been getting on them ads, them, them's probably bots, <laughs> or at least some of them are bots, right? Um, and so I always say that when you spend ad dollars, you basically have a bad story tax. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, Jari, you need ads. And I'm like, I'm not saying you don't need ads, but, I, but what I think and I fully believe, which is fully backed up by our evolutionary process as humans, is that we need to understand our story, get our story straight. And we actually need to map out the customer journey, the prospect journey, we, we need to know like what's this full through line of our entire brand before we actually launch it. And the reason is, is because there's always going to be holes and gaps in <clears throat> our story if we don't think about it. And this is what the story grid taught me because I'm a certified story grid editor and it's basically how to write better books, like how to tell, how to, how to make sure your story works. Right. And when I, when I, went to the class, which Jane actually bought me for my birthday because my birthday was literally yesterday. <laughs> so wow. happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And 21, so 22, something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus or minus, you know, 40. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm 50. So, um, but what's funny is that, so she bought me this thing for my birthday. I go there and I learn all about storytelling because I wanted to write another book. You know, I was writing the entrepreneur ethos. I really was like enthralled by this idea that story had structure. You could have objective measures on how well a story worked. Mm. And for my engineering mind, this was like gold because because I would go to these writing classes and hang out with authors and they'd be like, oh man, it just doesn't work for me. Like your story just doesn't, you know, and I'm like, tell me how to fix it. Like I'm an engineer. I fix problems. I want to know, like, 
I want to be better, but just don't say, go, yeah, go read the classics. Go Like I'll do that. But like, I need to know why this doesn't work. Yeah. And when I saw the story grid and I heard Sean Coyne speak and Tim Grawl who, who run it, Sean Coyne's the editor of Stephen Pressfield, um, who, if any of you know, wrote The War of Art, is the most, the best book on creativity I've ever read. And yeah. so I'm like, wow, I think this guy has gone to something. <laughs> yeah. So fast forward almost, it was actually four years. Yeah, that first seminar was four years this month. Um, I started working on this thing called the Story Funnel. And the Story Funnel is about how to nail your next launch without wasting investor money and annoying your customers. And it's right. all based fundamentally on storytelling. Uh, at e you know, at each stage of, of the process from prospects to customers to advocates. And so I'm really thrilled about that because finally, as you said, like, oh, engineering story company, you know, it's all kind <clears> of <throat> coming together in the Venn diagram. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because, I mean, I, I actually come from the world where I've been involved with kind of marketing communications throughout my whole career. And, and, and I would say that I, I think about, and I guess I've been on the digital side of that. And I, I've definitely been very aware of the fact that storytelling is certainly artistic, but there is very much also a science to it. And, um, and I can even extend that back to where, uh, from my, to my father, who, uh, who actually taught, he's a, he's a professor and he has a strict rule, set of rules of how to write. Mm -hmm. uh, that that uh, my sister and I were taught, <laughs> as well as all of his students are taught, and um, you know it's it's quite scientific, to be honest with you. It's it's quite scientific to be able to follow if you if you learn certain rules, you know it certainly helps with clarity and messaging and telling and getting that get getting that clear story through, which. Uh, unfortunately, today has has eluded, I would say, a lot of folks, right? I mean, I, I think that I see it time and time again, uh, especially in the technology er area, where companies really struggle to escape the buzzwords uh, and and tell <laughs> tell really what bingo. they what they do. Um, <laughs> you know, it really it really is a struggle for folks, but. Uh, and, and maybe I've answered my, my next question, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, which is, you know, for, for the clients that you work with, when you're talking about this funnel that you've developed, why is that important today? How, how, are, how are clients using that? Well, the, the clients that I focus on now, or I've been focusing on more lately are IoT, smart home and, and consumer medical devices. <clears throat> and the reason is, is because consumer medical device smart home and IOT have a device, an app, a cloud. It's this really, it's a very complex system. And in my past, I used to invent this stuff. So I intimately know exactly where things could go wrong. And funnily enough, like there's a pattern, right? Um, and, but one of the most important things about storytelling is um, you have to meet the the, the prospect, the customer, the advocate, like where they are. So there's always, they're always in different stages of their either knowledge, their ability to want to buy or how they're feeling about the product. And so 
when this, when we map this all out and, and this is, you know, I specifically did this because hardware companies, the ones that where that you ship a product, you get an app, you've got the cloud, you've got to log in that whole process, that whole onboarding kind of process, that whole education process is very poorly done now. And what, what we found is that if you lay out, okay, this is how I want this experience to be. This is the story I want my potential prospects to, to, to hear, how I want to tell it. You start to see a lot of these gaps, but more importantly, you think, oh, how am I going to make this easier for people? How am I going to make it more enjoyable? <clears throat> How's the onboarding process going to be so fast that they'll say, wow, that was so easy. And then they'll say, hey, you got to try this, right? Because you know. The ultimate marketing, the ultimate, you know, anything related to promotion is word of mouth. That's the highest ROI. It's the strongest. It's the most loyal. And so why not build a process, a framework to get to the ultimate end goal, which is like everyone says this is awesome and they want to buy it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody needs that. It's, it's a real struggle for companies. And I and I. I'm, I'm glad that you've spent the time to develop something like that for folks and, and take them through that. Um, so, so, I mean, when, when you're working with, with, with companies on, on developing this story and really kind of, I'd say, extending the legacy of, of, of what you've been working on with JSY and, and also, I'd say, probably drawing from, from the, work, the, the, the entrepreneur ethos, the, the the, the principles that you started there. What's giving you the most joy these days? What, what's, what's, what's making you happy? Well, I mean, I, I just love trying to figure out like how to tell a better story, um, especially in like new technology. I mean, I, I'm kind of a geek at heart, right? I just love gadgets. <laughs> and, and it's interesting. I have a love-hate relationship with gadgets. There's times where I'm like, oh, gadget, gadget, gadget. Then other times I'm like, what are all these idiot gadgets doing around that don't even work? So <laughs> really what, what's interesting, what's given me, what's given me joy right now is, um, so, you know, I have a fiance now, which, which I'm so happy about. And uh, she has a daughter, 11-year-old daughter, and uh, she loves to read. And so, and she really loves to read. Like she probably reads more books in a month than most people read in probably a couple of years. Like she just loves wow. to read. And so we're starting to write together and uh, you know, we're writing stories together and it's really cool because um, you know, she's like Harry Potter fan, Scooby, I mean, you know, showing her Scooby-Doo, you know, all those old things from our childhood. Like she's watched Scooby-Doo. She's watched the Brady Bunch. She's watched Magnum PI, you know, like all the, like, you know, the cool, like the best storytelling in the world, obviously. Well, no, it's just funny, you know, it's just fun. Right. But, um, you know, we, we really, it's, it's like really fun to, to not only, um, you know, teach her about story, but learn what she likes, but, but, the broader sense of this is that I have feel this like obligation now what really does give me joy beyond that is teaching the next generation coming up uh, what I know. And uh, honestly, you know, my philosophy is if you've gone through something pretty horrible or you've learned something, you've battled the dragon and came back with the gold, uh, you better start telling people about it. And you may think, Oh, who am I? And, I'm not some famous person or whatever, but believe you me, there is someone out there that's either in the similar position that you were in, that's struggling to figure out how to not, one, not feel so alone, yeah. and two, how to navigate this treach 
treacherous, you know, challenge in their life, you know, and even if you think, well, you know, I really, you know, I feel like, you know, there's sometimes there's, you know, this, this thing called, um, where you feel like a fraud or you feel like an imposter like, Oh, who's going to live, you know, and just put that aside and start really writing your experiences. And for me, that's, that's been the huge amount of joy. That's the reason why the story funnel exists. That's the reason why I'm like, really. I, I love that. I love that. And I, 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 you know, you, you brought all those, those, those shows and movies and uh, back from the eighties. I, I, I remember when my kids were just a little bit younger than they are now and I, I uh, showed them a show that I remembered fondly, a movie. Uh, uh, it was uh, Walter Matthau, or is it Matthau? Or, or um, The Bad News Bears. Oh. You know, <laughs> I love and, that one. <laughs> and, and, and we put it on. And, um, and about five minutes in, you know, I'm watching this. And it's about, you know, this manager of this Little League baseball team. Yep, yep, yep. He, he, he. He has a, a, a car filled with beers and he's smoking constantly, right? <laughs> right. And, and, you know, the other, there are, there are teenagers smoking and, and my kids basically just looked at me like, what is this? <laughs> you know, what? and I was like, oh, oh, maybe, maybe we'll watch something else. There's a, a moment where a story perhaps and, and the, you know, what was, what was correct? What was appropriate? It was a, was, it was a different generation back then. It was a different, absolutely. I remember absolutely. that movie fondly as well. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so, well, it's, it's great because some of them like the Brady Bunch is, is like a great example of, you know, when, when we watch the Brady Bunch, you know, all like, you know, when you're a kid, you don't realize this, but when you look at the Brady Bunch and you look at its story structure and you look at how it's written and my, back then that was what, 69, 70, 71, I think. Yeah. I mean, pretty progressive in terms of, oh, there's this man and this woman, they have kids, they have stepkids, like they're, yeah. they're co-parenting together. I mean, you More know, this progressive was... when you learned actually what, what, what was happening in the private lives of the cats. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, and so, but, but you just see this as this interesting, like, yeah. wow, like back then, I mean, even eight is enough was another one we, we saw a little bit of where, you know, if anyone that doesn't know, it's like, they got eight kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of kids, you know? Um, but, but yeah, when, when you look at those and you kind of reminisce and you see it through like someone else's eyes, which again is sort of what I'm trying to, to do, not just in my personal life, but my professional life. Hey, you know, I've, I've learned this stuff. What do you think? Yeah boy, it, it, it just opens your eyes. It's just yeah. such a, it's such a, I don't know. It just seems so, it's so rewarding, you know, and like giving I, people the tools for that is I think yeah. the key thing. So, so Jari, I mean, when, when you're thinking about where your business is going and some of these projects that you're working on are, are developing, what, what is your hope for, for your future and, and your future plans? Yeah. So what, what I want to do is I want to build up the story funnel as a product and services based business for training and, 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 and whatnot um, that within the next three to five years, um, my whole goal is to, I kind of want to get away from agency work just because I really like product work. Um, and I think that what I'm building here is something that could be beneficial to pretty much anyone that wants to tell a story, but, you know, right now I'm focusing on the, you know, hardware, companies like, you know, internet of things, companies, smart home and uh, consumer medical devices, just to sort of narrow down, like really 
uh, get the process, you know, squared away. I mean, it's the process I've been working on for the last four years. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I know it works and I know that hardware companies, you know, it's hardware because it's hard, (laughs) excuse me. (laughs) And so, you know, if I, I'm going to make it all like work for that and, you know, all the the challenges of hardware and then, you know, see how it goes, but I'm, I'm just really excited about it because it, it, it takes in all the things that I've learned throughout my thirties and forties. Right. I always like, I always tell people like, especially younger entrepreneurs, I said, look, I learned a bunch of stuff in my thirties and forties and my fifties, it's all going to pay off and it's going to pay off. (laughs) It's going to pay off by me building on what I know, building these products and services that I can help teach the next generation. I'm like, the whole reason why I do the podcast and have written the books, you know, obviously even written the memoir about Jane and our, and I's experience about her doing during her treatment through leukemia. It's important. It's really important. If you're in a position where you know something, you need to teach it. And a lot of people may be like, oh, you know, easy for you to say, but you know what? <clears throat> it's really rewarding. And that's what I'm really looking for in the future is just being able to teach people what I know. And, and even, and more importantly, what I think is really great is that the story grid, you know, Sean, coin he he's really good at like you know going deep and explaining things well what's beautiful is that he's built a community around him sort of challenge back and forth be like oh i didn't think of it that way because you know as as an idea grows i mean you know this even as a brand grows they pivot they they what worked yesterday may not work today but the ones that survive are the ones that take in that great feedback adjust and then build the build a a bigger community, right? Yeah. They, that's, that's my goal. And, and hopefully through, you know, the entrepreneur ethos and the story funnel, you can, can build that, that bigger community and yeah. really kind of help this evolve. Well, I mean, Jari, it's been amazing to hear this stuff today. And I love the, I love the plans going forward. Happy 50th birthday. <laughs> Congratulations. So I made it. I made you it. Made, you made it. And, 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 and honestly, I think that the, the thoughts of, of building this, solution that will help other individuals, other entrepreneurs develop their stories more effectively uh, makes makes a ton of sense and is a really needed solution. So congratulations on, on developing that. Um, Jari, it's been great to have you on Uncaged today. Um, Uncaged is a show that provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. Uh, Today, we've had Jari Bolander. Uh, Jari Bolander is the author of The Entrepreneur Ethos. You can find him at the Entrepreneur Ethos podcast, actually. Uh, His company is JSY um, Public Relations. And definitely uh, reach out to Jari with all all of these uh, challenges as you're developing stories for the next generation. Thanks so much, Jari. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on the show.